In the book of Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, the Bible states that place. so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Awesome I pray that you are Come blessed by what you are about to hear or listen to. He can move this is a Kingdom Christian Fellowship Ministries presentation. Stay blessed. Hide me from the rain. My God is awesome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Just want to thank God so much for this opportunity to be here to minister the word of God to you today. Just want to give him all the glory and adoration. Hallelujah. I want to thank God so much for the life of our dear father, Apostle Kingsley A.J. Godson. I want to say thank you, God, for his life. He's a blessing indeed. Amen. 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 I want to thank God so much for the gift of his wife, Reverend Debbie J. Godson. Hallelujah. We have such great gifts around us, and I pray that we will value them. We will value them. Hallelujah. I want to thank God so much for the gift of Reverend Linda Simpson. Amen. She's a blessing in this house of the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for the life of Reverend Boche. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for the life of every minister of God in this house. I want to thank God for the life of each and every one of us here. God has called you here. And I give God all the glory for your life. Amen. Amen. Indeed, it is a joy to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. 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 So today's message is, is a very straightforward message. Amen. If, if, if you're here or if you're on Facebook, I'm sure you can see the Divine Alignment um, poster. It has been showing almost every service throughout the whole year. Amen. I'm sure when it comes on, you're like, ah, why is this thing? I want to see what's going on here, especially if you're online, right? Today, the Lord wants to use this particular poster we have been seeing the whole year to minister to us. Amen. Most of the time, the value in the things that we constantly see, we take it for granted. Amen. Today, the Lord wants to teach us about following the vision of KCF. Amen. Amen. Following the vision of KCF. So we can call the message divine alignment to God's vision. Follow the vision of KCF. Amen. Amen. So that is why we are looking at this poster to today. It says what? 2020, our year of divine alignment. And our, our media people did a very nice zigzag thing over there. We thank God for their lives. This particular description, right, just underneath what Casey, Christian, Kingdom Christian Fellowship, this particular zigzag thing, I'm sure when you see it, yes, you can probably assume, oh, every area of life is sort of like wandering, right? And 
it comes into alignment at some point. And we see that arrows are showing. It is moving in a certain direction. Permit me today, I'll need you to use your imagination a lot. As, as, as you follow through some of the things I'm saying, I will use a lot of analogies because the, the Lord wants to show us that it's not abstract, right? It is in our day-to-day lives, amen. amen. And so the Lord has been talking for a very long time about uplift, divine alignment, transformation. A lot is coming, right? Great things are coming. We are expectant. Hallelujah. For a very long time, the Lord has been promising us this. And we are at such a crucial moment. And the Lord has called us and said, you know what? You are running this race. Beware. Follow the vision of KCF. Amen. The Lord says in one simple sentence, live his purpose according to his vision. Amen. Live his purpose according to his vision. You know, like this poster and what we see, the zigzag there, many of us start, started the year or perhaps started our Christian journeys, scrambled, right? And over the years, through this ministry, the Lord has been realigning, taking every area of your life piece by piece, your family, your career, your education, finances, different areas, and straightening them up towards a certain direction and the lord says what direction is that that is the vision of kcf hallelujah many of us when we become christians seeking to follow the ways of god begin to ask one popular question what is my purpose who hasn't asked that question before hey who hasn't asked that question before Yes, all of us have asked that question before, and we keep asking it, right? And it is a very good question to ask, and the Lord seeks to answer us. And the Lord is telling us today that, you know what, it's good to know my purpose. In fact, it is not okay if you don't know my purpose for your life. Many of us are investing hours in prayer, hours coming for meetings, hours in personal fellowship, seeking to know what does God want me to do? Amen. Reverend Botry preached um, a message about um, divine alignment to good works. Earlier on in the year, we saw the, the, the three things about your being, your having, and your doing. Your doing, which is what I will call purpose. Right? And Of course, we need to know what God wants us to do. We need to know what God wants us to do. Many of us find ourselves wondering, just like what the poster shows, because we don't know what to do. Amen. You know, every purpose we have received, it is not of our own effort. If the Lord says, okay, you will build so-so-and-so businesses or you will become this man of God 
or you will have this kind, you will operate in so-so-and-so kind of gifting and, and, and you will do this and you will do that. When God comes to you and he says, these are the great promises I have for you. Doris, you'll be great. Valentine, you'll be prosperous. And then, yes, we've been receiving those words every day. By the grace of God, we are gifted in this ministry with all many, many graces. We come, we hear for ourselves, and we also receive from other men of God and our fellow ministers here. That God is, is, is doing something great with you in the next 20 years, in the next five years, you'll be, you'll be great. Your name is a household name. A, B, C, D. So many things. We are overwhelmed by how, how beautiful our story is before the Lord. And then he starts to direct us. He directs your marriage. He directs your career. He says, go here, work here. For so so and so number of years because I want to build this great industry with you. Hallelujah. Those things are so important. And I urge you that if you have just been going with the flow with those things when you receive them, please don't take them personal. Hallelujah. What the Lord wants us to understand today is those things are critical. But you see, it, ha- it does not end there. Hallelujah. There is a bigger picture. Someone say a bigger picture. A bigger picture. A bigger picture. That bigger picture is the vision. God wants you to be great. And he says, go off to do A, B, and C. Study this course. Do this. Start doing A, B, and C. That is purpose. Now, why are you doing what you are doing? Where do you want to get to? What is the vision? The Lord says, live your purpose according to that vision the Lord has given. Already, it is a purpose you have received from the Lord. And he says, you know what? I have a purpose for you. He says, well, great plans for you. Plans of good. Plans of good. And the Lord is saying, receive my plan and follow the plan according to my vision. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, there there are many stories we hear in the body of Christ. Today is us, us, the body of Christ, us KCF members. Specifically, this is a message for every member in this ministry. We hear stories about great people who start right. In fact, you hear testimonies about how much they are blessing in people's lives. But you see, where we are right now is a face many people in the body of Christ get to at a certain point. And if you do not align your purpose, or should I say align the purpose the Lord has given you, to the vision, you might not get to the end. Amen. Amen. You might not. It is highly unlikely, or yes, highly unlikely that you will finish well. That's serious. That is extremely serious because 
after all the sweat of your fasting and prayers, after all the sweat of your seed, after all the sweat of your higher, higher, higher. Hey. <laughs> after all the sweat of maybe the degrees the Lord says, go and do this, go and do this to become this doctor. All of that will be painful. Because Genesis 7, 8 says what? In summary, the beginner is not the owner of a thing. The finisher is. It is important that we finish whatever the Lord has begun with us. It is important. It is so critical. And that is why the Lord has brought this message to us today. That in this season, where, where we find ourselves, that the Lord is putting things in shape, you are seeing that, yes, in different areas of your lives, things are aligning. He's saying, be alert. Look at the vision, lest you deviate. Amen. Amen. So what vision are we talking about? We're talking about the vision of this ministry the Lord has brought you into, KCF Ministries. I'm sure you might be wondering, mm, my whole life, all the promises, my name will be a household name, I'll be a doctor. What has it got to do with the vision of KCF Ministries? You are expecting that God will give you your own vision. Not so. But the Lord says it is this vision. This vision. Can we have that poster showing, please? It is this vision. Amen. Amen. Can I have one person read out what it says? In fact, yes, you read it out and we will all read it out together. Our vision, to reveal the reality of the Lord Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God to the youth of our generation across the world. Amen. 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 Let's read it together. Our vision, to reveal the reality of the Lord Jesus Christ and, and the, the kingdom, kingdom of God, God to the youth of our generation across the world. Amen. Amen. What the Lord is saying is this. We, are, we have been in a certain season of the Lord aligning us to his purpose. He doesn't want you to miss the fact that it all goes into the vision. We are moving out of one phase of this season into another phase where even if you are walking in your purpose and you are not aligned to the vision, you have deviated. Amen. Amen. And God doesn't want you to be there. You've paid so much price to come from that scramble we saw there. It must, it must all come together. And it is very important that you know this vision. What do I mean by know the vision? What is this vision? Before, before seeing it, I mean, those who are here, how many of you knew what the vision of KCF was? Just show by hand. Wow. <laughs> I 
cannot report what I'm seeing as the results, <laughs> Reverend Woji. Am I allowed? I cannot report. <laughs> it is well. Those online, hands up. I don't see any hand up here. Mercy. And I believe that is why the Lord is calling us to really align to this vision. You see, most of the time, we focus so much on what the Lord has said about you, that you'll be great, that you will be prosperous. That is not the vision. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That is not the vision. That is the outcome. It is a byproduct. If you walk that purpose he has given according to this vision, you will automatically be great. The greatness is not your vision. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, it is just a reminder that as you come in and out every day, pursuing God, he wants you to remember, don't miss out on why you are doing what you are doing. Even if it is what God said you should do, don't miss out on why you are doing it. This is the reason. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What is this vision about and how did it come about? Right? Let's look at Matthew 28 from verse 18 down. It says what? And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Amen. Does this look like what we are seeing in the KCF vision? Yes. This vision is not from Mars. It's from the Lord. Hallelujah. It's the Lord. It is from the Lord. Birthed right in the scriptures. The reason I'm reading this scripture to you is that I need us to understand the value of a vision. The value of a vision. It may feel like you didn't receive this vision. You came to meet it when you joined KCS, so it is for the ministry. It's not for you. It is for you. It is for you. The Lord has given an assignment to go into the nations. And for us as this ministry, it is a call to reveal Jesus Christ. It is a call to reveal that reality to a particular group of people, the youth in our generation. Amen. Amen. So what I want you to know Amen. is this, that when the Lord says you will build industries, ones that have never existed, you will be a billionaire. You will be great. You will be a household name. It is for this vision. Amen. It is because God wants to reveal the reality of Jesus Christ. 
He wants to reveal the reality of his kingdom to the youth of our generation. It is not for your personal ambitions or how great you will be. You see, verse 18 of Matthew 28 says, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. The Lord wants to display his power through you. Amen. Amen. He is seeking to display his power. And that is why he has sent you on an assignment. So when you receive an assignment, when you receive your purpose, the plan of God for your life, it is because there's a bigger vision. It, it's, 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 the purpose is a part of a whole. Hallelujah. And that whole is what we see there. Let's use a couple of analogies to look at this. Just to help you understand why this vision is yours. Because many of us feel like, "Mm, I have to go to the Lord and receive it and hear it. Do you know when this was written in our constitution? I don't know how many of us were born. (laughs) It was like in 2003 was the first time this, this constitution was written. None of us had thought of KCF. But you find that each and every area of your life is called into this particular place. Because the Lord had already predestined it to be so. Such that one day, Valentine will find himself here. Rita will find herself here. Adam will find herself here. And it should be so. Because we've all been called to a particular thing. That is why it is your vision. You know, God has order in his house. When he wants to do something, there's a pattern he follows. When Moses went up to the mountain to receive the Ten Commandments, it was for the benefit of everybody, right? How come all the Israelites didn't go up to go and hear God and receive it? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All the Israelites, oh, let's all go to the mountain. We'll hear the Lord tell us all the Ten Commandments. We'll all write it ourselves and we'll know it. Plant it in our hearts. You can give all the reasoning you want, but there's a kind of order the Lord follows. He gave it to Moses and Moses brought it to the people. The Lord gave this vision to Apostle Kingsley. Amen. Amen. He received it and he has brought it to us. Amen. Amen. And it is critical that we receive it. As long as you don't receive it, I can assure you, you will keep, it will be like a friction. Amen. Amen. God needs you to live his purpose according to the vision. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's try and understand a few other things about what a vision is. I'm sure we are still wondering. At least we've answered the part about how the vision comes. 
you know, we are in a certain phase and a certain season and God wants you to realize that vision is so important. Purpose is important, but don't mix the order. Don't mix the arrangement. Many of us unintentionally seek to know our purpose. But it is so important to know the vision. It is vision that lets you know your purpose. If you see something, maybe a house, you can see it, like how it looks. Or if you want to build a house, you draw a picture of how it to be. And then you start doing something to make it look like that. You don't start doing something and now go and look for how it should look like. Do we get it? That is the value of vision. Many of us are busy seeking our purpose. It is important. But the Lord says, with this zeal you are pursuing to do my purpose, please, use some to know what the vision is so that all this effort will be worth it. Amen. 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 Another way we can see what vision and purpose is like, or I won't say the difference, but the part vision plays and the, 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 the part that purpose plays. You can see vision is like a structure, right? Like if you are building a house, the iron pillars, that is like vision, the structure. Purpose is like the substance. If you have cement mixed with sand on the floor, what is its use? But when you see that it is put into wow. shape, wow. it is put into shape wow. as it is being put in the building, in the iron pillars, in the structure, whatever it is that is being built into, whether it's blocks, whatever, that is what puts that purpose into shape. It's the same thing with our lives. So imagine, imagine that right now you are pursuing mortar, cement mixed with sand and water, but you do not know where you will find form and structure to put it in. It is as important as knowing what that structure should be. Amen. Some of us, we like to experiment with cooking. Let's use that example as well. If, if, you, want, um, if you want to, let's say, many of us, we just like cake, pancake, biscuits, right? These three things I've mentioned. There's a basic ingredient in all of them, flour. Most times, flour, water, eggs, a few other things here and there. When you just see flour mixed with water and eggs, what does it look like? <laughs> flour, water, and eggs. <laughs> it looks like some kind of mixture, right? Yes. Now, if you pour it into a baking tin and you put it in the oven, it comes out as cake. You pour it in a frying pan, it comes out as what? Pancake. Pancake. If you decide to maybe reduce the content of the water, it can become biscuits. Hallelujah. <laughs> My point is this. 
purpose is like having that mixture. It's valuable. But if there's no form, like the pan, like the frying pan, there's actually no identity to it. There's, there's no label. You can't call that mixture pancake. You can't call that mixture biscuits. You can't call that mixture cake. It is only when it is poured into the structure, into the vision. And that is why God doesn't want you to miss. He doesn't want you to miss this. All this pursuit of purpose without vision. It's just too expensive to miss it. And if you can just look at the analogy I'm giving, you'll see how valueless a mixture of flour is if it is not poured in and baked, if it is not fried. Right? And so the Lord is calling us to, uh, to, to receive this counsel, to receive this way that, look, I need to get to that place where this life I'm living, I get the vision, this vision. God wants you to know it. Know it in terms of, okay, this is what it says, but know it in terms of the revelation knowledge of it. The way you pray, oh Lord, oh God, help me to know what you want me to do in this life to fulfill your purpose and your assignment. Say, oh Lord, help me. Help me to really get this vision. Let it be mine. Amen. Let it be mine. When your purpose is being lived according to your vision, that is when there's an identity. Like the analogy I gave you with the, with the flower. and the, It means you are living your purpose, though, but there's no identity. The great man you want to become, there's no rank. There's no rank because there's no label. It's just something, mortar. It hasn't become what gives it value. Vision is what gives your purpose value. Wow. Vision is what gives your purpose value. Let's go to Genesis. Genesis 1.26. Another analogy I want to share with us quickly. In Genesis 1.26, we see another analogy of vision and purpose. When the Lord said, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Amen. Amen. Genesis 1 verse 26. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Amen. 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 In this scripture, let's go to verse 26. We see something, and the Lord just wants to 
show us how vision and purpose work. Even if you go down all the way, I think below 27, you even see what the Lord describes again that what replenish the earth, subdue the earth, have dominion, be fruitful, multiply. That is like purpose. But you see, every time purpose is coming, vision comes ahead. He says what? Let us make man in our image and in our likeness. To, to look like God. The image and the likeness. That is the vision. That is what God envisioned. So why is he making man? To look like him. Or how is he making man more like it? To look like him. We are making man to look like us before we start doing it. They just don't get up and start mixing dust. And then they say, okay, what should we now make it look like? No. And that is what God doesn't want us to do. To be busy seeking our purpose without knowing the vision for the purpose. The Lord himself had a vision. And then there was a purpose for man to have dominion, to replenish the earth, to subdue the earth, to be fruitful and to multiply. So you sitting here today, why has God called you to be fruitful and to multiply? Many of us hear these scriptures and we're like, okay, God says to be fruitful. Okay, let me be fruitful. Let me go take one thing. Make it multiply for me. Let me, yes, I have been fruitful. According to what vision? Hey, do you know that there are principalities and powers who are also working hard? Being fruitful in their evil. It is not according to the image and likeness of the Lord. Amen. And that is why God doesn't want you to forsake vision. Amen. 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 God has great purposes for us. Amen. Isaiah 46, um, verse 10 and 11 says what? His purpose will stand. The Lord says what? My purpose will stand. I will do all I please. It is important according to my vision. Not just any vision. I'm not talking about just, I'm not talking about the vision of any other place. I'm talking about the vision of this ministry. Because you are not here by chance. So when you look in your prophecy book, Valentine will be great, Prince will be great. Hmm? He's saying all these things as you pray about them. Say, Father, let me reveal the reality of Jesus Christ. Let me reveal the kingdom of God to the youth in my generation with this great story you are telling about me. As long as you're not doing that, there are dangers ahead. Amen. Amen. As long as you are not doing that, there are dangers ahead. Let's look at John five nineteen to 20. Even Jesus said it. Jesus said it. 
in in John five nineteen says what? Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. Amen. Amen. I want us to take note of certain words here. He says what? I say to you, the Son can do. He can do. He can do. You can do. Say, I can do. I can do. I can do. do. All of us are doing. We are living out something. We are doing. But you see, he says what? He can do nothing of himself, but what he sees. What do you see before you do? Are you just doing because you've heard, God said I should do this. Okay, I'm doing it. What have you seen? What are you looking at to do? When, when, when a contractor is building a house, he doesn't just get up, start. Okay, masons, come. Plumbers, come. Do it. Do. Hallelujah. <laughs> he, has to look at a, he has to look at something. What the end product must look like. Even Jesus was doing that. And he says, what imitates me as I imitate my father. We hear apostles say this all the time. Because he has received the vision. So he can say, imitate me as I imitate the Lord. Because the Lord I'm looking at is also imitating the father. And that is what I'm teaching you to do. So that you too, in this vision, can also become someone that others are imitating. Amen. 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 So the vision really shapes your purpose. It gives direction. It gives structure, infrastructure, stability. It establishes purpose. Amen. 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 I want us to look at another scripture in Matthew 25. And while we are getting there, you know, with all that I'm saying, yeah, it seems like, okay, yeah, it's important. But I want you to know that it is of dire need to know your vision. If you feel lost if you don't know your purpose, you are more lost if you don't know the vision. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Doesn't God love us? He He loves loves us us so much. Exactly. He loves us so much and he doesn't want us to miss it. Because look at this season we are in where the Lord has promised so much. Imagine you are doing so much, so much that the Lord has said. And you can come to God and say, but God, you said I should do this. I should do that. I have done all. But you miss it. I bet you, yeah. <laughs> God help us. God help us. Amen. So one thing I want us to see is when you are not living your purpose according to your vision, it's like... When you look at the body, right, again, I said, please, today, use your imagination a lot. 
If you look at your body, you have a left foot, you have a right foot. Imagine you are just living life. You want to do, you want to be able to, let's say you are fit. You want to carry someone from one place to another. And you have decided that you will be a left foot. Meanwhile, the left foot is there. God has already assigned somebody to be the left foot. And you said you to you be left foot. God said be right foot. What are you doing? First off, you've left your post. So the body is already going to tilt. And now you are coming to step in someone else's position. You cause confusion. You know, it, in the body of Christ, we see confusion many times because of this. Because people are doing but others have been assigned to what they are, they are already doing. God has not called you to be the left foot. He says be a right foot. He said you will be a left foot. You are not just coming to waste someone's time in blocking the way. You are also causing the whole body to fall because then they are deficient in the right foot. Do you see how much harm we cause? So when we see ah, all these issues in the body of Christ, all these issues amongst ourselves, not anyone anywhere far away. We are talking about ourselves today. If you look at where confusion starts from, you've chosen what you want to do for yourself. And you say, oh God, but I was doing. But you were not doing what he said you should do, how he said you should do it. You've got to see. You know, there's a, there's a story we keep hearing in, um, about the, the ten virgins. And I just want us to pick a few parts of it. And, 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 and I pray that it will establish what the Lord is teaching us today. Amen. Amen. So in the story of the, the in, this, in this story, the Lord says what? Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took the alarms and went out to meet the bridegroom. Underline went out. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took the alarms and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with the alarms. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at night, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Pause. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. In verse 1, we saw they went out to meet the bridegroom. Verse 6, we see the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Let's continue. Then all those versions arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lambs are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there shall be not there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. Amen. But the wise answered, No, let's go to ten. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. Amen. Amen. Underline that one. The bridegroom came while they went to buy. And those who were ready, hallelujah, 
went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Verse 11. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. And they all the same people who went out to meet the bridegroom. And they're the same people that they came to say, the bridegroom has come. So come and meet him. So how come he say he doesn't know them? Hallelujah. He says, watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. And it goes on and on. All the Lord wants to tell us in this scripture is this. Purpose in this scripture is like the word these versions received. They heard that the bridegroom is coming. They received it. Picture this. Ten virgins received the word, bridegroom is coming. They were all interested in meeting the bridegroom. They invested time. They invested fastings all nights, whatever it was. They paid a price, an expensive price, to go and meet the bridegroom. What did they not go through? Toiling and waiting. They waited. How painful it is to wait. How many of us like waiting? <laughs> no one will raise their hands. Waiting and waiting for the bridegroom to come. Imagine you leave your house to go out and meet the bridegroom. And at the end, he says, I don't know you. But he was the same person calling you. Purpose is the word you receive. But vision is the oil you carry along. You see, the danger of not living your purpose according to the vision is that you will think you are doing something like the foolish virgins. They were doing something. They paid a price. They went out waiting to meet the bridegroom. But they were foolish because they didn't have oil. They were foolish because they thought they were doing and doing was enough. But the Lord says, doing is not enough. Amen. You need oil. You need vision. Else, what will happen is that at that last hour, at that last hour, you go back and start again. How painful. After all the sweat, how painful. God have mercy. Amen. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you have any questions? Hallelujah. The Lord is calling us to be wise. The Lord is calling us to carry oil along with the word. Don't just take the word and be there. Don't just go. He says we should come. Hey, we are coming. Hey, Charlie Vim We are coming. I'm sure they were even running faster because they didn't have much weight with their oil. They were running fast. They probably got there first. Hmm, but hmm. they probably did. But what the Lord wants us to see is this. You don't decide how to play the game. It's not played according to your style or your plan. It's played according to his. 
Can you imagine having 10 people, if you just imagine, 10 people, five who are not carrying oil can see that the other five are carrying. What do you think they'll be thinking? Ah, these people cry. Why? Why are they carrying extra weights for this journey? We, dear, we are the smart ones, you know. We move faster. We have swag. After all, we are all here. We are all doing. <laughs> but it caught up with them eventually. The sad part which the Lord wants us to be careful about, it caught up with them and it was too late. It was too late. There was no opportunity to correct at that point. The Lord doesn't want any of us to get there. We are in a season, right? And the Lord is giving us the opportunity to come to him and say, Father, we want to carry purpose along with vision. Because when you come, like we saw in that is verse 6, that the bridegroom has come, come and meet him. We don't want to be left out. We don't want to be lacking oil. If you do not live this purpose the Lord has given you according to this vision, you will lack oil and you will not make it. What will you not make it to? After all, you'll be a great man. You'll be a household name. So what vision are we talking about? How will you miss it? How will you miss it? How will you miss it? I pray that the Lord ministers to you today to see the gravity of what we are talking about. The gravity of what we are talking about. If you have made it this far in this journey of KCF Ministries, I can assure you the Lord loves you. But if he is bringing this word now, Say thank you, Father. Because it is even more expensive and painful to miss it if you are here now than if you were not here. If, if maybe you were not here at all. It is more expensive to have toiled, to have paid a price. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus loves me. Say it to yourself. Jesus loves me. Put your hand on your heart and say, Jesus loves me. I find this message um, a lifesaver for each and every one of us who are in KCF Ministries. It is a lifesaver. It is a lifesaver. If these foolish ones had heard and changed path before they got to that place where they couldn't carry any more oil. Maybe they wouldn't have missed it. Picture this, my last imagination story. Picture this, you are on a, you know when athletes are running a race, right? What the Lord is trying to say is this, that in this journey he's talking about that we are on as believers in this ministry, 
is time bound. There's a place we call game over. Okay. And so when you picture athletes running and they are running on their own lane, you are running, all of you. Imagine doing like a 5,000 meter race. It's not a competition, but you are running a race and there's a time. So the point is to get to the destination before time out. Now imagine you've run like these virgins. Verse 1, they went out to meet the bridegroom. They go, 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 go. Now it's left with 100 meters to get to the finish line after 5,000 meters. And you are getting there, your oil is finished, and you tell your neighbor. Do you understand why they didn't give them? <laughs> because they too would have missed it if they gave them. They would have missed it. So they had to go back 4,000 meters. <laughs> and there was game over. Which one will you choose? Go, <laughs> going back or staying? Either way, my point is, they were bound to miss it. And that is the scary truth. They were bound to miss it. Painful truth. And so when they went, I'm sure they tried rushing all they could to come back. But game over. I don't know you. Have mercy on us, Lord. So all the Lord is calling us to do today is don't fall prey to this. You see, in that group of ten virgins, I'm very sure, or I can imagine, that there was some level of intimidation or some level of pride, some level of what we see amongst us. I think I know. We are all here. After all, we can all do the same thing. Aren't we all waiting? We have all paid the price. We are going. But there was a difference. There was a difference. The only thing, it, it only showed when it was too late. You know, when you plant mango, you don't expect to reap potatoes. So they were bound to miss it when they started in verse 1 and carried no oil. That was why the Lord himself said in verse 2 that they were already foolish. We didn't need to get to verse 5 and 6 to see that they needed oil to realize they were foolish. They were foolish at the beginning. So what is inside you that doesn't want to align to the vision? Is already telling you that you've missed it already. And that is why the Lord wants to bring us out of that place before it is too late. Before it is too late. And we are in that season. Hallelujah. The, the other thing I need us to be very careful about is that when, when you get... When you get into this place where you are not living your purpose according to the vision, you become prey for the enemy to use you to deceive yourself and to deceive others. Do you notice it was not nine wise virgins and one foolish virgin?
I mean, my imagination could go on. It was probably one, and they managed to gather others. They became five. Hallelujah. I mean, my point is this, that when you are missing it, you become prey for the enemy to use you. Now you think you are so right doing purpose because you are doing just like the others. They all did the same thing. What did they do differently? They all slept. They all went out to meet their bridegroom. The difference was they didn't carry that oil. And so these dangers should really, really push us. It's, it's too expensive to come this far. And then now you become a tool in the hand of the enemy. You may not have thought it was that harmful not to be living your purpose according to the vision. But here you become an enemy. He doesn't know you. See how harmless you were pursuing the bridegroom. Don't feel emotional about it or don't feel like, no, but you missed it. God doesn't want us to miss it. I pray that the Lord ministers to us to see the dire need to receive his vision. Amen. Amen. Please let's show that, that the vision again. If you're here, if you're listening, the Lord wants you to search within you. To what extent do you know this vision? Not knowing alone by knowledge of, okay, I can, re like, I can recite it. I know I'm a woman. <laughs> Don't need anything to prove. Like, I know. Do you know that you have five fingers. You do. Do you know you have a head? Feet? Yes. You know. Do you know the vision? Like, is it one with you? If you are finding it hard to relate, it means that you haven't, you don't know it. The Lord is calling us to turn to him and say, Lord, we are sorry. We haven't known your vision. The other thing is, because you don't know it by revelation, you have not received it. And because you have not received it, you are not living it, that purpose, according to the vision. Quickly, I just want us to roll through a few things in the KCF Constitution the five things that are written about the purpose. We are going to read this. And as you read it, I want you to go back into your mind. Every prophecy you have received from the Lord, from different people. The desires the Lord has been placing in your heart. And see if you do not find any of them in here. It was written in 2003. But God had already destined for you to be one with this. Let's read it together. 
The first one is what? To raise an end-time end army, army of generals, of generals for, for God, for the end-time end time commission of reconciling the lost back to God while preparing them for heaven. Two. To, to empower people with the with fullness, the fullness of, the of the kingdom of God, God for, for a personal and intimate relationship with God through the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Three. To lead people into their God-given destinies for the mighty revelation of God's glory through their lives. Four, to raise an army of productive godly leaders to enforce the kingdom of God while we await the rapture. Five, to nurture an army of Christian business executives and establish the foundation of generations upon the rock of ages. Amen. Amen. Can you relate with any of these? You will be great. You will build businesses. You'll be a gifted man of God. You will do this and you will do that. It is all in here. This is your purpose. The only thing is that the Lord spells it out for you individually. But this is us. And that is why God gathered all of us. Because we carry similar purposes for the same vision. So whether it is Doris or Prince or Rita, you realize that you are of the same kind. Of the same kind. That is why the Lord has brought you here. So don't feel the friction that this is not your purpose. This is your purpose. If you don't know your purpose in life today, hallelujah, you know your purpose. And you will find that in your walk with the Lord, he has been revealing different things to you which will align with these five. And that is why you can't afford to be busy pursuing this purpose without aligning it to the vision of revealing the reality of Jesus Christ and his kingdom to the youth in our generation. Not any other vision. It is this vision that is for you. Amen. Amen. Just want us to spend the next... Do we have any questions first? Can I get one or two people just sharing one thing they have taken away from today's message? If you're online, please write it out and post it. Please, today I've learned that Vision bets my purpose. God, God gives a vision which bets my purpose on earth. So I, 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 can, I cannot have a purpose if I'm not linked to a vision. Amen. Amen. Who else? Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you so much, Reverend Anna, for this. I'm so blessed. Um, so, I learned that 
It's the vision that helps me to know my purpose. And with um, the vision of KCF and us going through the five purposes, I've just realized that it's just in line with almost every prophecy that I've received for my life. And this is just like, it's for me. If, I, if I'm able to pray and live my life according to the vision, everything will fall in place. God bless you so much. Amen. One last person who wants to share with us. vision that gives form and identity and value to our purpose and so if um, you are with the mixture example you gave if you are just the, if you don't know the vision you you are just a mixture but then having an understanding by personal revelation creates the form whether you become cake or whether I become biscuit or whether I become pancake and so you really, really need to understand it by revelation, not just knowing it off head, but knowing it. Amen. Amen. And you know, that's the same thing with the word of God. When you read the scriptures, we don't just take it as English or as someone's story. But when you receive it as the word of the Lord to you, that is what brings the salvation, the deliverance, the renewal. And that's the same thing God is talking about. He has given this to us. And so we need to receive it and live by it. Amen. I just want to close our eyes. Spend a few minutes to say thank you, Father. Thank the Lord for this word. I am too grateful to God for bringing this word now and not later when it is too late. Thank the Lord. He loves us so much. He brought this word now so that we will not miss the dangers ahead. Because perhaps indeed it is very tempting to go about focused pursuing the plans, the purposes that pleases the Lord. But he doesn't want us to forget that it all counts because we are aligned to the vision. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Let's come before the throne of grace and thank him. Thank him. Radusha delebo si andele bahaya kalabo sade aya tarasha de kaba he tarasha bala. Father, we are grateful to you today. E abosha di alabo sade katanda labosha he abosi andala brosha dadarabosha darabosa he abolobo kazi kade kalabosha. 
Father, we are so grateful to you. Thank you for counting us, oh God, amongst those that you are saving, oh God, and bringing into the place, oh God, where we are aligned, oh God, to doing all you've called us to do according to your vision, oh God, your vision for this ministry. This ministry's vision is our vision. We thank you that we make this Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Look, today it's not about trying to defend how well you have been doing what God said you should do. The Lord says what? He resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble. The reason the Lord has brought this word is because there's an element of some form of missing out or not prioritizing vision before purpose. And so let's receive that word and say, Father, have mercy on us. Have mercy. Have mercy. We acknowledge that we have fallen short. We acknowledge that we have been racing, going out to meet you without oil. Pursuing your word without oil. Forgive us, Lord. Pray that the repentance fire of the Lord will fall on our hearts even as we go home to see specifically the areas of our lives where we have gone off completely. Not because we are not doing what God said we should do, but not in line with what we see the Father doing. The vision mercy on us Lord we are sorry for chasing 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 but missing this aspect Father forgive us please wherever you are pray this prayer you cannot go off to seek to get a bachelor's degree in what business administration and choose that it's only the marketing course you do and you will leave out your quantitative methods class and expect to graduate. There's a score you need for all of it. What we are talking about is like that. You can't invest everything in purpose and get zero in vision and expect to graduate. You will not graduate. For some reason today, the Lord was just reminding me about close to... 10 years ago, he was reminding me of how I joined KCF. Two women pursued me and my friends. They pursued us. I'm like, why are you worrying us? <laughs> Leave us alone. We go to church. We are fine. They pursued us. But what happened? Those two women are not here today. Those two women run like we saw in verse 1. They paid a price. Look, I know what they gave in this ministry. I know what they gave. Some sacrifice space for us. 
to gather in fellowship. And I was asking the Lord, this is serious. These are not people who didn't want others to be part of. They went out to bring more people in. They called me, called my friends. But they were found wanting at that hour because they carried no oil. It was, it was not too... I, I, it's, it's not about being emotional about it, but it was just about God answering like why they are not here, why they left, or more like why they were cut out. They thought they were leaving, but the story was like Matthew 25. It may not play out like literally like Oh, oil has run out. You give reasonable excuses. But the Lord says this was the reason. So they had the word, ah, the Lord is doing something great. Let's call more people to be part. But the Lord says, they, look, they, had, they all received revelations about their assignment here. Doing, purpose. But they did not receive the vision that the purpose had to be lived out inside the vision. Please, wherever you are, it is of dire need. None of us want to be able, want to ever tell the story like I'm telling you today of what I remembered. Ask the Lord for mercy that in every way we have fallen short. The Lord should have mercy on us. For we have fallen short. Acknowledge it. Plead for forgiveness. Not for yourself alone. But for every member of this ministry. We are sorry, Lord. We are sorry, Lord. He gives grace to the humble. Rashando si andele sande. We are not praying because we, we didn't, like, we, we, are, we got it all right. No. We are praying because we know we didn't get it right and we know the Lord can help us now before it is too late. Help us, Lord. Have mercy on us. We missed, we missed living our purpose according to the vision. Forgive us, Lord. Ask the Lord to grant you grace. Grace to know your purpose. And grace to know the vision. Grace to live your purpose according to the vision. Not just any purpose and not any vision. I'm talking about what we are seeing right now. You don't determine game over. You don't determine the time. God determines the time. So pray that you will align in good time. Father, help us. Father, have mercy and help us.
pray and ask the Lord to make you an authority in his calling. That you will live your purpose according to your vision. The vision that he has given us as a, as a, as a, as a fold, as people of one kind. We are of one kind. That is why it is our vision and our purpose. We may have come from different places, but before God, we are of one kind. One kind. One people. One species. The KCF species. Any fear that diverts our attention anything that makes us busy doing without seeing the vision. Father, deliver us from it. Every intimidation and fear, Father, purge us, deliver us, cast it out of us. In the name of Jesus, Radishan, deliver us, and O Lord, today, Free our spirits and cause us to receive your purpose and vision and to move in the direction that you've called us to. In the name of Jesus. 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 We have come to draw, Of the Lord, 
that what you see your father you saw you do what you see from you again. saw you do and therefore you receive this vision the vision of KCF Ministries Father we have come to receive the Lord is pouring out the spirit of one accord to be one accord with the vision Father, I receive it and 
speak out each and every one as a prayer to the Lord. That Father, I receive this vision to reveal the reality of our Lord Jesus. I receive this purpose. I will be a general. One that is drawing many souls that are lost into your kingdom. You know, the thing about these purposes is that it says what? Raising an end time army. You ought to be a sheep to be raised first. Then you raise others. We are not called alone to go out and be raising when we ourselves have not been raised by this vision. to you. We are grateful to you for your love and your mercy. We thank you for your ministration. We thank you for your word. We thank you, God, for pouring out your love to us today, for washing us with your word. We receive you, Lord. Father, let your mercy speak for us, Lord. Repent, oh God, of the ways we missed, oh God in running so fast and leaving out the vision you have given us. Father, today we ask for your mercy. We ask, Lord, grant us the grace to have the spirit of one accord, one kind with you and with the vision bearer, Apostle Kinsley A.J. Godson of this ministry, that, Lord, we shall receive the vision and purpose as ours, for you have called it to be ours. May you minister and cause us to discover it more and more each day in our hearts. That Lord, we will be wise virgins. Anything that seeks to cause us 
to be foolish or remain foolish. Lord Jesus, save us. Save us. Thank you, Father. We are so grateful. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Just want to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening. This recording was brought to you by Kingdom Christian Fellowship Ministries. Stay blessed.